Hello, my name is Chase. And my name is Blakeston. Welcome to the Well Thought Out Podcast, where we do our best to have opinions that are well, well thought, thought out. out. The sun is 150 degrees. Let's get popping. It's hot as fuck in here. <laughs> that was it. I gave a... Hello, everyone, and welcome. Hey. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. This is Well Thought Out, and I'm telling you guys now, it's hot in this sauna. It's uh, approximately 127 degrees and climbing. It can Chase be seen on camera? It looks like it's pointed directly at me, not even close to him. I noticed that normally I line it up with the edge of this and the edge of this second one. Okay. Scoot over. I'm uh, closer to, to me. Closer to me. Yep. Just I would rather be reference. comfortable. You're not comfortable? I'm more comfortable like this. So All I'm right. not tweaking my back the whole time. Uh, you, you, Desi, don't push it flatter, and it'll it'll push more towards the glass, and it'll just flatten up with the glass. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Did that work? Those. It's weird that you're playing with my toes because when I tried to play with your toes before, you didn't like it. Not. That's not true. I hated it. Yeah, you hated it. All right. Welcome to Well Thought Out. I we are going to start this episode immediately with a um. A riddle. And Blakeston told me this riddle about an hour ago, and I have been not obsessing about it. I thought about it a healthy amount, and he told me to stop thinking about it so we could talk about it during the podcast, and I said, fine, I'll do it, and I just stopped thinking about it, so. Chase and Desi are smart, and I didn't want them to figure it out. I have complete control over my thoughts. Mm. Sometimes I have intrusive thoughts. <laughs> Don't. What are they? <laughs> when I was younger, when I first started driving, they would be like, what if I just... Yeah, that's like, a regular thing. Bro. Right into the... Right into the pillar. What if I just... Nah, don't do it. Alright. The riddle is... There is a prison with 100 prisoners. Okay? The warden wants to give them something to do. He wants to make it interesting. So, he gives them a riddle in which if they successfully solve, they get to be released from prison immediately. If they do not, they have one guess. If they do not successfully solve the riddle, then they are um, in prison for the rest of, our, of their lives. The riddle is, there is a room that one prisoner a day gets to go into. He picks the prisoner by having... The warden picks the prisoner. The warden picks the prisoner. He has 100... There's 100 prisoners. They're all in their own cell. 1 through 100. He has uh, notes of paper with 1 through 100 on individual pieces of paper. He draws one. Then one prisoner goes into this room, whatever number that is. He goes in. The only thing in this room is a light switch. He can turn it on or off. You keep That's saying it. he. Say the prisoner or the warden because you keep saying he. The prisoner goes into this room. <clears throat> the only thing the prisoner can do is mess with the light switch. Turn it on or off. Scoot a little bit to your left and then keep the mic right back. There we go. He can turn. So this prisoner goes into the room. Way better. One prisoner a day. Okay. Then the prisoner does whatever with the light switch. Can't do anything in the room. Other than that, can't touch anything. Can't leave anything. It goes back to his cell. The next day. After the after that prisoner goes in the cell, the warden puts the note that he drew back into the batch. So there's always the 100 notes of 1 through 100 in this batch of notes. The next day, draws another random one. That prisoner goes in, can only mess with the light switch. He continues to do this. The goal for these prisoners is one of them has to make the assertion that all of the prisoners have been in this room at some point. Okay, If they make this assertion and it's incorrect they stay in prison for the rest of their lives. 
if they make this assertion and it's correct, all of the other prisoners plus the one that's making the assertion have been in this room, then they get released. The only thing that they can do prior to this is the day before this all starts, they all get to meet up in the courtyard and come up with a plan. The yard. What is the plan that these prisoners come up with to be able to successfully know whether or not all uh, to make the assertion that all the prisoners have been in this room at one time. <clears throat> that is the riddle. I, it took me longer than it should to get out, but that is the riddle. No one can see this room. They don't have any contact with each other. There's no tricky. There's no tricky thing. It's just it's just logic, and this is the plan to do it. It's, there's no tricky thing. Right. I already asked. There's no sexual favors and or physically overcoming the guards as they're being transported to the room. It, okay, I'll make one clarification. There can be sexual favors, but the guards always, they just receive whatever sexual favor, and then they're like, haha, I got you, and then it's you're back to doing it the right way. So I keep doing the sexual favor over and over, hoping that it'll change. Yeah, but it doesn't. Will the guards sexually favor me? I mean, it depends on the guard. Okay. So, the the... Prisoners have no interaction after this first night uh, uh, or the night before it starts where they come up with a plan. Um, they have no interactions with each other. They can't see this room unless their note is drawn and um, they can't. Yeah, they can't interact. They're completely isolated for the can, rest of their time being there. Can they drop each other a line? They can't. Whenever you say the, the things about the things, you know, they can't do don't those aren't things that they can do. Can, as they're being transported to or from the room, can they yell? No. They have no interaction whatsoever. What's keeping them? Do they gag them? You're over... The, it, it is a made-up thing. I know. Yeah, let's just try and figure it out. Okay, this is good. Let's think inside the box. Okay. What were you and Desi thinking about prior so, to... So, there, there's... The, the thing that gets me, because you could... The plan before the event starts, the plan that they all come up with could be... Nobody touched the light. One person is in charge. Not a single person touched the light until this one person has been in the room. It's an arbitrary number. Say five times. So say this person has been in the room five times. The chances that some that not everybody has been in that room at least once. Once this person has been in five times, you know there's a there's gonna be numbers and math and statistics involved. I don't know the actual number, but there's a point at which he could make the assertion and be right over 50% of the time. What that point is, I don't know, but that doesn't really help because there's a way to do it to where he knows that the person knows beyond a doubt. So what I'm trying to think is, is the person who makes the assumption or makes the assertion that everybody has been in the room, a designated person, like they know who it's going to be. He knows who it's going to be and they're waiting for something or Every prisoner is doing this, and once this happens, any of them, once they see this, can make the assertion. So I don't know that answer, but there, that that is the case. And so there, there, so then, your number gets drawn. There, there's two sort of theories, and it could be there are three theories, and it could be none of these. Theory A: Everybody interacts with the light to put it to the reverse of what it was. I don't know what that leads to. B: Nobody interacts with the light until something is seen so then the, either them or more likely the next person sees the change and knows or 
yeah, everybody or nobody. I can't really see a theory in which some people do and some people don't. But that's that's those are the two routes. Are is any of what I'm saying making sense? Do you want I? <clears throat> the only way I can answer that question right, is by starting give to give. Yeah, yeah. I, but I I want to I want to be able to get to the the end result. So what? How do you want to purchase? Do you want me to tell you some things? Do you want me no. to just tell you how it's done? No. I'm going to tell you before the podcast is over. What do you, how do you want to do that? Well, what if I don't come up with it? I'll just leave and you can tell them and that, then we'll come back next time. That's fine. I, yeah, we can do that. Cause I'd rather come up with it. And I, it was, it was helpful to have Desi in here where he was putting in his two cents, which was mostly not helpful. Sort of like mine started off <laughs> with, but then became you guys, helpful. you guys were, once you both tried and put effort into like really trying to figure it out, you guys were definitely making positive yeah. thought process yeah we're definitely working towards i can't so th it has to be to me and i could be wrong but it has to be either a everybody interacts with the light switch flipping it to the opposite of what it was before they got in there and their weight they're using that somehow to communicate obviously or b nobody interacts with it except for one person and then the next person who sees that it was changed obviously that's communication using the light switch to communicate with each other but they obviously have these pre, um, pre-planned meanings for it. I can give you a hint that does not. You didn't get any hints, and you figured it out. Yeah, but I just I I the main th I'm thinking trying to make this interesting or like push push oh, it along. Yeah, whatever you, know you what think, I mean. whatever you think. I'll listen. Um, all right, I'll give you a hint. Um. So you had three thought processes. Yeah. One is the everyone switches the light, no matter what, switches the light in some sort of form of communication to the opposite of what it was when they got into the room. Two, there is a designated person. They switch the light. What was your second one? Um, two was only one. There is no designated person, but one person is waiting for something. That's and what the, I meant. That, yeah, and the one person switches the light. Whenever they notice something. Or whenever something. they see that it changes. Yeah. And then the next person knows, okay, it has changed if they've been in the room before. It was off, 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 and now it's on. Now I know to say we've all been in here. All right, here, here's or your... Or three. Okay, go ahead. Um. Well, that was regarding the light switch. The other two things is the, the possible outcomes are there's only one person. They all agree. This one person is the only person who can make the assertion because of the events leading up to who has been in the room and who hasn't been in the room, regardless of the light switch, I don't know. There's one person who is waiting for something, that way there's no confusion and they are the only ones who can make the assertion based on what they see with the light switch or the other outcome is anybody at any time, they're all looking for the same thing and anybody is able to make the assertion that everybody has been in the room at least once. All right, I'm going to give you the most vague hint I can that um, will at least guide your thought process. Your <clears throat> out of your two scenarios or scenarios, if you will. Yeah. Um, the which on that one, I won't. I don't like that. You don't like scenarios. I don't like it. I say that sometimes. Yeah. Are uh, the one that is guiding you down the correct thought process is the um, there's a select individual that is. Okay. That is making a decision. Okay. Because I couldn't, I couldn't see a possibility where it wasn't one of those. It, so there's a selector. They pick one person. Now we have to figure out how they use the light switch and what that one person is looking for. 
think about what what plan could they come up with don't don't necessarily think about how the process unfolds but what plan how would they be able to come up with a plan the night before it starts and never interact again knowing that they're still on course with that plan yeah you know what i mean because yeah. a lot of plans that you and have the on, so the on, the light is how they communicate the light switch is the only way for one inmate to let another inmate or all the other inmates know anything that is the communication so let's let's run through a day let's run through a day this is a random day we don't know if it's the first day we don't know if it's the 57th day this is right. a random day prisoners are in their cells warden draws a a note prisoner 43 goes into the room can touch the light switch if they want to and, and that's the only thing they can do they go back um to their cell prisoner or warden puts the note back in the the bowl of one through 100 that's the end of the day okay see the only day i keep running down to this thing of nobody touches the light switch and until one person has been in there a certain number of times and then they flip so the first person to be in there 10 times flips the light switch but that's not 100 percent. that's like i can i can give you a small hint if you if you want one well yeah your what you just said is 50 percent true okay okay so you said um one person messes with the light switch right yeah um and then what was the second part they don't nobody touches it until i mean it could oh, be any of them he, you're saying there's a designated person who's going to touch the light switch i thought that's what you just said no okay you, so there's a designated person who's going to touch the light switch i was going to say the first person to go in there five times flips the light switch that's what i was referring to you said the one well that's person not we go, don't know who that is i, I know i'm asking that's why i was clarifying so no designated a, person but a person who whoever goes in there nobody touches it but they say the day before hey once you've been in this room five times flip this flip the switch from whatever it is so it doesn't matter if it's on or off because everybody's gonna nobody's gonna touch it until the only way it wouldn't work this plan i mean it already is a crapshoot it's already 50 50. the only way it wouldn't work is say one person goes in there five times and the other next person right after that hasn't been in there yet so they haven't seen it's off 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 Oh, I've been in here three times and it's been off. I've been in there a fourth time and now it's on. I know that somebody else has been in here five times. The chances that I've been in here four and he's been in here five and nobody has got that there's a person who hasn't been in here once is very low, but that's not 100%. Yeah, so uh, there is no, with the correct answer, there is no chance of anything. Yeah. You know, so um, I, I just want to tell you, Desi, have you, do you have any progressive thoughts on the idea or... Let's let it incubate. Let's talk about something else while we're okay. thinking about it. Okay. Okay. Can you give us, can you, can you throw me some softballs, Desi? Can you throw me some lobs? Can you, can we have a little home run <laughs> derby to get the mind flowing? We're going to come back to this riddle um, because it's, it's even, even if you don't get it, it's still interesting. It's still cool. All right. And, All right. And a little temperature and time check. We've been in here for roughly 16 minutes. No, that's not. Is that is that right? 15, I started. I, okay. When Desi was in here, roughly 15 minutes, and it's a hundred. It's 138 degrees, and we've been here for 15 minutes. So it sounded like you said 130 yeet. 130 yeet. Mm -hmm. I haven't broke a sweat yet, but I do feel warm. I'm. Ha I. I have. I have. Yeah. And I'm. 
we're getting there though thank you guys for joining us this is we're trying to have a, w w opinions but this time it's we're trying to well think out some riddles because i'm an idiot and so it's not true chase is one of the smartest people i've ever met it's very true that i'm an idiot i take it back and you would have to be a liar are you calling me a liar i'm angered let's uh i i just to touch on all right blackston what's up do what you're gonna do and then i have one for you okay the last um last week i talked about um if i'd rather be spider-man or batman which i is stupid to me i did spider-man all the way w what would you rather be well, spider-man or batman yeah okay cool because right, well, i feel words. like batman is within the realm of possibility of reality and i'm not doing that so yeah obviously spider-man the only thing desi informed me on is batman is supposed to be the smartest detective ever and un with enough time theoretically can figure out how to anything. defeat yeah solve anything or defeat anyone i don't care about that because to be super strong and to be able to basically fly like just swing through a city would be incomparable in feeling that, or that even would, incomparable or think even. about what about I, you can say both think about any other setting where there's no buildings around i mean you still have a web but you well first of all it. depending on if you're on one of the playstation 2 games that i played it didn't matter if there were buildings he just shot a web and was able to it was pretty cool huh yeah it was uh, it was just able to fly around what did he latch on to clouds oh in the game yeah, in the game. Well, think about that. Come on, buddy. We're talking real life. PlayStation 2 graphics aren't real life. I'm peed off. I miss the Lara Croft triangle titties. <laughs> you know those? Yeah, those were the good old days. Those were days where you, times were much simpler back then. Did you <laughs> ever jack off to video games? Stop it. I don't... What? I figured we could talk about whatever. I For real, did you ever... No? There was an old... Yes. Um, yeah. There was an old. I don't know if it, I don't think it was a. It wasn't like a Mortal Kombat, but there was definitely some sort of. I think it was an old Spider-Man game where the villain was some hot chick, and I definitely. You already have said enough for me. Yeah, I'm already it, almost. There. She was like black in black and purple outfit, and just did numbers to two for me. <clears throat> there was All one right. video game that was for sexual stuff. It was I can't remember what it was called. Big Big Man on Campus. No, not Big Man on Campus. That's a. That's a workout. Um, it's a workout program. It was, um, something about campus games and there were like mini games and beer pong and girls flashing titties and oh, that was on Xbox yes. and that did it in for me. All right. Yeah. Now we're talking. Me and my buddy CJ used to play that game together. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm going to read this blue one to, to Blakeston. You quit looking. All right, Blakeston. A plane crashed between the border of France and and Belgium, where are the survivors buried? Would they be... The survivors wouldn't be buried because they're alive. Okay. <laughs> Alright, that... Uh, I did instantly start thinking uh, back where their home is. Their family would bury it. And I was like, oh, they're, they're alive. Okay, alright. I almost got myself. You, I think you got it. I read it and didn't get it. Oh, I I started thinking, well, they'd obviously go back to their families. Yeah. Be, but then they'd go back because they, they're surviving. Yeah. Okay. I feel. Well, I feel, the survivors of the, I mean, don't They can bury them. survivors. Well, yeah. You don't want to bury them alive. Eventually, the survivors are going to die. Oh, in that case? Yeah. Probably just 
and th some people bury their family like in cemeteries similar like the same cemetery i don't want to be buried so hopefully i'm cremated <clears throat> so there's uh that's my answer for that one yeah i would assume the, the survivors will eventually get buried once they do pa perish uh pass on from this uh world to another realm if you this will. realm i assume they will it if they have loved ones that they're that they coordinate with, if they have loved ones, if they have a will, of course, they're the the uh, the funeral. We're not very good at riddles. The funeral ceremony will will follow the last will of the of the deceased. Um, if they have family close, hopefully that that family will be making that decision regarding you, funeral arrangements. You understand the riddle, though. You get what it's asking. Yeah, okay. it's asking right. where are those survivors going to be buried. All right. Uh, um. Okay. Next riddle. So it, who's to say it could be 10 years down the road, 15. What if one of them died in a tragic accident like a week later after they survived a, pl a plane crash? They... That'd be tragic. Yeah, that would suck. All right. Hey, Blakeston. I have cities, but no houses. I have mountains, but no trees. I have water, but no fish. What am I? I have cities, but no houses. I have mountains. I have mountains, but no trees. I have water, but no fish. What am I? It's just what am I, but I'm saying that's stupid. What are I? What am I if it's? Cities, but no houses. Mountains, but no trees water but no fish no funny spelling no nothing i have cities but no houses i have mountains but no trees i have water but no fish what are these what th are mints? these specific riddles where they say where it's worded this way are especially challenging for me i don't know why i can't it's hard for me to think the way i need to think i want to sit and think but that doesn't make for a very interesting podcast i know we'll i just have... cut the dead time we'll just sit here and think yeah cities but no houses mountains and no trees okay water and no fish. fish cities and it's mountains one, and water it's one thing the my first thought is i don't know i i want to think like a different planet I'm but that doesn't like a piece of artwork or something that's a good one i have cities but no houses how do you have a city with no houses and no trees what if it's cities nuts <laughs> cities nuts <laughs> this is why we're this is yeah we what if focus. it's what if it's multiple compact discs i have cds cities but no houses it's I have cities, but no houses. I have mountains, but no trees. I have water, but no fish. Okay. Water and no fish. That could be, let's think logically. That could be a pool. That's could what. Be a swimming pool. Yeah. It could be. A water fountain, a sink, a dishwasher, a shower. Any kind of just drinking water. Um, <clears throat> a city with no houses. I want to think. My instant thoughts like a like a New York City, like where it's just apartments and large buildings and apartments, but that doesn't necessarily mean there's not houses. Right, but kind of mountains, 
but no trees. Mountains, but no trees. I think we're thinking about it wrong. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, Sorry. fuck you. For everybody Sorry. just listening, Desi's outside the sauna and said, let me know when you want the answer. And we cussed him out because we're not standing for that. I wouldn't be so, I want to be so stubborn about riddles that I never, never even think about. It. I always just say, yeah, what's the answer? And I'm just like the opposite of people like, oh, no, I got to figure it out myself. And I'm like, no, I refuse to figure it out. What's the answer? You don't even have to tell me. I don't even care about that either. You could not tell me or tell me. And I care about it just the same. All right. That's one way to be stubborn. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it is. Desi, once you read the answer to the cities, but no houses, what, does it all make sense? Yeah, motherfucker. Is it like, is it like, like, it's like, fuck, that makes so much sense. Cities with no houses. Yeah. What gets bigger the more you take away? A hole. A hole. All right, I'm sweating. All right, you guys, it's 143 in here, and we've been in here for 25 minutes, and I'm sweat. I don't, I, I don't know. Wait, did, why did my all my ice melt? I put a lot of ice in mine, maybe. Oh. I uh, overloaded it. All right, tell me just for the sake of no, like. No, don't oh. tell me. All right, what? A map. Yep. Yeah. That's such a simple that feels so simple. I I maybe it's a longevity thing because I feel like the riddle I figured out last night is way harder, but that felt that felt way harder. Yeah. A map? Are you effing me? If there's the place you wanna go, I'm the one you need to know. I'm the map. Map I'm the map. map I'm the map. map I'm the map. map. Poor, All right. poor people have it. Rich people need it. If you eat it, you die. What am is it? Happiness, not to be confused with a penis. Damn it. Poor people have it. Should we move to the blue one, Desi? Alright, fuck that one. Yeah. I've thought I I I've heard that before and I was gonna try and say it. <laughs> <laughs> what runs but never walks? murmurs but never talks has a bed but never sleeps and has a mouth but never eats a, a river is, is it really i didn't understand the mouth part murmurs rivers Just have a the mouth well, th there you go. Mouth of a river. I I, run, I thought of water because it running water. I don't know. Murmurs. And then a waterbed, a riverbed. That's all I could think of. Yeah. And then mouth. I thought of a, a waterfall, so I just sent it with a river. Hey. A riverbed. I, I got it. Riverbed, nice. See, you guys. This is why I've partnered. This is why I've chosen to partner with Blakeston in this life, because he completes riddles, and me. Hmm. All right, guys, we're coming back. To the prisoner debacle. I've made a lot of mental progress on this. I'm giving you a couple minutes, and then I'm going to proceed to tell you. Okay. I forego the couple minutes. All right. All right, here I go. Let's think about this one last time. Okay. The warden draws a number. Prisoner goes in. 
prisoner does not touch the light switch. Prisoner goes out. Next day, warden draws a number. Could be the same. Could be different. Every single time, there's a 1 in 100 chance that a number gets drawn. Any given number. And it's always 1 in 100 and it's always the same odds. It's not, oh, he drew 43 yesterday. What are the odds he'll draw it again? Exactly as it was before. Correct. 1 in 100. So that doesn't help. <laughs> Those are just truth. Oh, oh, my bad. My bad. My foot slipped off my own. Chase sweat. just curb stomped my toe. <laughs> my foot slipped off of my own other foot. Okay. There's going to be one person designated to touch the switch. And answer these questions because these are hints. Is there one person mm -hmm. designated to touch the switch upon whence something else happens? I won't answer that question until you tell me that you want me to tell you. The... Oh, you won't give hints? I No hints? I, I I can give you hints, but I I thought you were just trying to figure it out just now. Without hints. I'm you, asking you want... for hints. Okay. It, ask the question again. <laughs> Fuck. Sorry. There's one person waiting to touch the switch to flip the switch to the its opposite orientation based on something he sees. Or based on a certain number of days, or based on something. Kind of the way you worded that is. Okay, so there's not one person. That's not necessarily true either. Okay, so there's two people. There's a hundred people, plus the warden, and maybe guards. They all go into the room. No. Do the warden or it's... guards flip the switch? Are they in on? Were they at no. the meeting? No. So they're not in on the plan, but they still interact with the switch. No, they don't. Fuck. But by them not interacting with the switch, also also does something because now there are days where none of the one through one hundred are going in. Alright. I'm going to tell it the solution. You guys ready? You ready? I'm ready. All right, let's think about this a little bit longer. All right, I'm ready. All right, you and Desi were on to something when you were talking about um, in the kitchen earlier. You were talking about there's one designated person, and you've mentioned it a couple times. There is a designated person. The plan that these guys come up with is 100% foolproof. The designated person always turns the light on. Okay, so whenever he goes in the room, obviously he knows that he's that he's been in the room. Whenever anyone goes in the room for their first time, they turn the light off. The next time he then goes in the room, he sees it's off. He turns it on and tallies one. The next time someone that hasn't been in the room goes in it, turns the light off. Then everyone, it, no matter who goes in, does nothing until okay so goes. when he leaves the light he goes in the lights on he leaves it on he's not tallying until he gets to 100 tallies well he tallies himself but yeah 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 and then the next person it's it's just a plan that it's foolproof but well, it will take could take forever it could take it could take as long as actually drawing the numbers yeah yeah so is full but hold on there won't be any wasted time there because as soon as it happens as soon as everybody has done it it's, wait it's will there be wasted, wasted time they if 
say one person goes in, obviously he turns the light off. Then, oh, then yeah. all they could have time, hundreds yeah. and hundreds of people going before the, the selected person yeah. goes. Then he turns it on. Then the next person. Yeah. So it it could be it literally could be probably the probability lifetimes. is lifetimes. Yeah. 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 Um, but it is a hundred percent effective. So what you would want to do the real life solution would be you would want to have a plan that as soon as it passed the fifty percent threshold, send you it. send it. Yeah. You would want to have a real life plan of statistically we ran through the numbers once everybody has been in here i think it's more than more than 10 i think it's more than 10 because think about 10 think about one person a day um 365 days a year so 3650 people is 10 years and that's 10 that doesn't seem like enough for if, everybody to have gone in there if you're talking a 50 percent threshold i feel like the correct number is for you to go in 50 times yeah because if you're in 50 times, the likelihood is that... Oh, yeah, was, that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if that's... But I don't know. The point is, the riddle is almost hard because the time constraint of it seems unrealistic for the for that. That's why it was hard to me. <laughs> but that is the answer. Let me know if you came up with the answer on your own. Did you guys get that? And don't lie, because I definitely got it, and I just wasn't saying it. But you it's don't true. lie, because I got it, and... Don't lie. Don't be a liar. I got it. All right. <laughs> Let's come up with other stuff other than riddles because we need to banter a little more. All right. That was hard and I didn't like it and I didn't like the way it made me feel emotionally. Did you guys know that the TR sound you say with a ch? It's true. Chase told me this. Blakeston argued with me that he doesn't do it either. I didn't argue with you that I didn't do it. On specific words, I argued with you that I don't think I do it. <laughs> you said that I didn't do it at all. There is a difference. Now he's laughing at me. I'm laughing at the sauna. The, the heat is getting to me. If you guys think about the words that you say that start with TR, for example, train, trace, track, all of them start with a sound train tr tr trace track they all start the sound you can't tell the difference between a tr and a chr think about it just think about it. that's all i'm saying and i used to we have a roommate from who lives in ireland who li is from ireland and they say tuesday and youtube and it always grossed me out until i caught myself saying perpetuate and i said god damn it we say a tu with a ch sound as well we don't do it at the beginning of words often like tuesday because that just sounds absolutely atrocious but we do say it when it's a tu in the middle of words i have noticed perpetuate we don't say perpetuate he also says instead of 30 he says 30 30 30 30 yeah that's what it is 30 fucking 36 an actual tr he says with a, it yeah they say 30 30 I trust Jamie about as far as I can throw him. And I tell him, I'm telling you guys now, he weighs 265 pounds. I cannot throw him. So there's a lot of things that we do linguistically that don't make any sense. And I'm trying to, so when I'm, as I'm reading with my daughter, you guys, it is very weird to read written English, to read written English. And the way we speak is very different. We always say, uh, I'm going to go down to the store to... I'm going to go down to the store to get an app to get an apple. Well, that's Ann. I don't know. I'm going to go down to the store to get a watermelon. We never say a watermelon, but it's a on the paper. 
like just little things or is we always say is but the it's not is it's yeah. is like my daughter is reading and she says is and i'm like and then she picked it up obviously but it's is it's a z sound a solid z z z is even though it's is the mo the one that's most interesting to me is my name is blakeston and a lot of people in the comments on social media will say blake uh linguistically just say my name the way that it is don't take your own don't just do that helping yourself yeah helping yourself helping your goddamn and it's always the people who don't know either yeah it's like what do you come on my name is blakeston and you you see that if you knew if you knew him when he was like eight you can call him blake is that a good deal eight through like 17 18 it's longer than i thought yeah i was i, I hate that for you yeah i hated it it was, it was not fun think about how much cooler blakeston is and people love you now honestly probably till i was like 20 let's, 19 or 20 let's call all your bullies Let's get let's call them during the podcast. That would be funny. I the only one that was like the main one. Uh, we're friends now, not friends. Well, you could just fuck him up. That's why. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, <laughs> he what he he fully matured. Yeah, he's probably at, like, all right. Oh yeah, no, he's he's cool now. He's he's uh, he hit me up about some like lifting advice and stuff, and I have literally nothing. I I'm pretty sure he like apologized and everything. Yeah, but um. But there's a lot of stuff. I toss his little ass for sure. Right, right, right. There's a lot of stuff. And I don't even care if he hears this. <laughs> right. There's a lot of stuff that we do. And just reading these little uh, preschool books with my daughter, because I'm teaching my daughter how to read. There are so many things that we don't really think about. And especially the way written English, uh, English is written versus the way we speak out loud is very different. And you pick up on all these differences once you get into, because even when you're reading, you just read it how we speak and you skim through and go fast when you have to break down each word because you're working on it with a uh, five-year-old. It really stands out how different written English is to spoken English. Yep. It's very different. And there's things that I like even differences in the there's th, 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 with air and there's the 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 with a vibration. That's a different. It's the same difference between with it, which is a F with air and a v, 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 which is a V or it sounds like a F, but with vibrations. The, the, fa, fa, the, the, v, v. It's fascinating to me. These linguistics is fascinating. It's frustrating. And there's a lot of a lot of those little things that you never pick up on until you're having to really sit back and think about it. Yeah. Uh, heat check. 148 degrees, and we've been in here for 39 minutes. Quick maths. It is very hot. We're drenched in sweat. For those of you not watching on camera, we are absolutely drenched. I'm telling you right now, I'd probably be sweating this much just trying to answer that riddle. If even if I wasn't in the sauna, that thing had me going. That thing was thinking. That thing was thing and Blakeston just ringed out his mustache and his beard. You guys, it's getting thick. That's with two C's for the oh, he's got a beard comb. Oh my god. For anybody just listening, I wish you could see this. He's got a beard comb. Oh, and he's doing the mustache. Yep. 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 As if he wasn't good looking enough. He's out here combing his beard and using beard oil, you guys. Alright. Uh well, hold on, I wasn't done hyping you up. My bad, go ahead. He's, take it. he's fucking hot. Hey, here we go. Hey, cheers to that, dude. We have to I've drink been, some water. I've been trying to make some changes in my life lately. I've been writing in a journal lately. Ew. And yeah. And um <laughs> I've been trying to do little things like uh just make my bed and, and drink more water and just little things to set myself up for success. And I've I found that writing in a journal is is kind of therapeutic it's nice to be able to just put anything that you've thought throughout the day down and just 
it helps you kind of, or it helps me kind of really think about what I'm trying to do in life and what's going on and, and think a little deeper instead of just go through the motions. Chase is looking for, for F. Yeah. It. I need some needle nose pliers. Ah, my bad, you guys. We'll I figure it out. I need to sit up. One second, right. we're adjusting. It's hot in the sauna today, guys. Ow, it just shocked me, and this microphone doesn't really stay where I need it to stay. Hey, hello, are we there? All right, we're back. Hey, what's up? Hello. All right. You guys, I heard some incredibly something incredibly interesting and heartbreaking and very sad and very scary. I don't know if Blake Stinner Desi has heard this. Um, the other day I was listening to the news and a six-year-old, you guys, a six-year-old brought a gun to school and shot his teacher. So Jesus. he pulled it out of his bag somehow. I didn't get all the details, but somehow he brought it out of his bag. And the teacher had enough time to get all of the students out of the classroom. So she, she somehow... Um, Got everyone out and was going, I think, towards the kid to get the gun somehow. Had her hand up. It shot her through the hand and into the abdomen. Is she, is she alive? I don't know. I Jesus. can't remember. I think she was. I think she was going to be okay, but I don't want to say that and be wrong. Um, So I'll look it up after this. But I was just thinking, gee, what the actual fuck is going on? And it's just heartbreaking because I think about like, obviously, I have a five-year-old daughter. And I think about the life that she lives and the life that she gets to live and the things that she's exposed to. And I think how, what the lifestyle of, or the home life of a kid, a six-year-old kid who ends up in that situation, just heartbreaking. Because no kid deserves whatever that home life is. No kid deserves that. They didn't do anything to be in that situation. That's sad. I don't like that. Yeah. Hopefully she's okay. Hopefully she's okay. <clears throat> what that, that's a fucking problem. Though. That's crazy that teacher was able to get all the kids out. Yeah. I don't know how it went down if there was like back and forth and she's like everybody just go I don't know how it went down but that's very terrible six-year-old that right. sounds crazy, right like very difficult yeah and there were a lot of details they said it happened like later later in the school day so he had like had it with him all day and just all kinds of details there just very just make it so gut-wrenching dude then what do you do because like obviously it's assumed an adult knows what they're doing in any circumstance so they pay or they you know they go to jail or they pay for whatever they do for what do you do for a six-year-old and that's what they were talking about if there's there's no legal precedent they were talking about this specifically there's no legal precedent of something like, like this happening juvie so like punishing the parents i mean obviously there's some things punishable by the parents like negligence or obviously child endangerment your kid is in danger if they have access to a gun and have their hands on a loaded gun you you are that is a dangerous situation your kid a no kid should be in and that's on to the parent or the adult but i mean those are like probably not definitely not severe enough punishments for the parent for the crime for the actual wrong that happened i don't know because i obviously i, I want to think like yeah the parents you know should have done better but you could almost look at any situation and think the parents should have done better I, I obviously there's probably a line to draw, but that I you're saying the you, parents, yeah, are to blame, but it's not that I don't I don't know. Yeah. I, I How do you not know? Like, I, I don't know anything about it. But what if the kid was at a neighbor's house? And, yeah. And it has no, what if the kid, the parent, literally the home life is something that I like 
I would have dreamt of having. Like yeah. we don't know. It's easy to assume like the home life is terrible, but they're six. So it's not, I don't know how much rationale yeah. is coming Either from. way, it's on the parent's responsibility. Even if they are at an, a friend's house, no matter what, no matter where the kid is at, it's the parent's responsibility for them to be safe. So for example, like if I let Violet go over to a friend's house and she has access to a gun, 100% my fault. 100%. I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that, but I get what you're saying. I, I get what you're saying, but there's always unforeseen things and impossible to account for those things, you know? So I don't um, think those things are, that's not a, but to me, that's an and yeah, that's not a, but there are always unforeseen things and impossible th things that you could never account for. Yeah, that's what I'm, Still my responsibility to no matter what, it's, it would still be my responsibility to make sure that she was safe and didn't have that. I mean, but yeah, who knows? Yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously you're responsible for your child, but I don't know as far as blame goes and, and punishment, you know, someone could do lit. Uh, yeah. I mean, cause then you get into it. You, you could do literally everything in her power to not let dangerous things happen to your child. And then what if that leads to you're just over parenting your whole life and they lead a fucking miserable yeah. life because you're, tr you're over parenting every little detail to where they aren't in that specific circumstance, but they're mentally fucked because you right. didn't let they've them live never a been, life. they've never been in any circumstance. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, like for example, my sister is not, does not want my nephews and niece to come uh, hang out with me and stay the night at my house. I, it's, Partially because I think it makes her anxious to not have her them at, at her house, which is what she's used to. And they, she thinks that they'll like be upset because they're away from mom and dad. That to me is a little bit of over parenting because it's okay to let them interact in new settings and gain new experiences. But there's a certain amount of risk that comes with anything. No matter well, yeah, how think about I am. raising your kids and in, in a life, not your sister, anybody raising your kids in a life where they are never forced to feel upset. Exactly. How, they will have literally zero foundation for healthy coping mechanism. Yeah. That's, that is clear. Obvious day one is, Oh yeah. They never feel uncomfortable or upset. They get what they want. Yeah. That is, Oh, you've never had like when you're three, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, you're not developing these, the foundation for, okay, I don't get what I want and I have to be okay with this and going through those emotions. That's, it's like, then they, you get to become a teenager or even an adult where you're having to start that process from scratch where the consequences are much more dire. Right yeah. now, it's not just, oh, you're going to cry for a little while because you're not getting what you want. Now it's, you're breaking laws. You're doing things that are yeah. self-harm and all kinds of stuff. That's what Attention yeah. or whatever it is. Jesus, you cannot, you have to empower your kids to be able to come up with those things and... I think my sister, my sister Mary does a good job because she'll want some time with Brian, my brother-in-law, she'll want some time and she'll tell, tell their son, you're going to go stay with Uncle Buddy, that's me. And obviously I have Violet over here, so they get to hang out most of the time. She'll say, you're going to go stay with Uncle Buddy. And he'll say, no, mom, I don't want to. And she's like, yep, you're going to go stay with him, even when he's clearly yeah. upset. And it's <laughs> like, yes, he's upset, but he's still going to do what he's told. And we, we, we validate his feelings and say, yeah, being away from your parents is hard. You validate the feelings, you listen, you love on them. They still have to do what you've said, though. You yeah. still have to go. And when he gets over here, I tell him, listen, bro, we're going to have fun. We're going to do nothing but play. You get to play with your cousin. Um, we're going to take a bath and you're going to go to bed. Like It's a regular night and and you're going to be fine. And just because you're not completely 100% happy and comfortable the whole time in the sense of you're crying because you don't want to go. You want to stay with your parents. 
once he gets over that, he'll be stronger and better because of it. Yeah, and, and even and that's a perfect example because um, the one of the first nights he was here, I don't know if it was the first night, but he, there was a night where he was, dude. It sounded like it sounded like an axe murderer was in his room, just heaving away. This dude was screaming. I genuinely thought someone was injured, and just because he wanted his mom. Then within the next couple of weeks of staying over once or twice more. Um, I remember one morning I was like, Hey, how, we, I would always hype him up the night before he'd be there. And I'd be like, Hey, we're going to have fun. Like we're going to watch a movie. We're going to chill. You're going to, if you feel sad, that's okay. We're going to, you're going to wake up the next morning and you're going to be good to go. I talked to him the next morning. I was like, how'd it go? He goes, it was good. I, and he's four, five, four. And he was literally rationalizing. He goes, it was good. I missed my mom. But then, you know, I cried a little bit, but then I, I went to sleep and I woke up and it's the next morning and I'm going to go see my mom. And I was yeah. like, you're even able to comprehend and understand. It just took time. Because you, because you have to make them deal with it. And yeah. if you don't ever make them deal with stuff that is hard for them, what do you do? Think about the ramifications. Think about what that means to your kid. Think about what the, you're setting them up for failure by only giving them what they want. But yeah, he's a good dude. And I, and the biggest thing for me is it's not being a strict parent or being a lazy parent. It is it takes as much effort as possible because you want to be mindful of how everything you're doing and what, what everything you're doing means to the child because they're just little kids. They're simple. They make associations. They do the, when this happens, this happens. When this happens, within this happens. And it's nothing but conditioned associations. And it's, um, you know, you have to be incredibly mindful. And then when something happens that they're not going to get their way, talking to them and sometimes talking to them doesn't, doesn't, do anything listening to them and validating their feelings i've noticed is a huge one with violet is she's crying about i miss her mom in my mind i know yeah that is completely regular you cry but you cannot if you cry over things that simple you're going to be set set up for success that doesn't mean anything to a kid you tell her yeah missing mom is fucking hard i know exactly how that feels and i just love on her and say yeah missing mom because think about missing mom that's the biggest thing in the world there's nothing more important than that to a five-year-old yeah So having that perspective that, yeah, missing mom is the height of strong feelings. So loving on her and telling her, yep, that makes I'm so sorry that you feel that way. And I definitely understand that you feel that way. I even feel that way sometimes and loving on her. And dude, I've noticed literally 10 to one. It's 10 times faster to validate her feelings and love on her than to tell her, even if you're being kind the other way, Violet, I understand you miss mom, but you can't be upset every time you miss mom. You're going to spend a lot of time being upset. Which was my old technique because it is right. Yeah, there is a line, and as a parent, you get to draw with, pick where that line is. It is right. Violet, if you're upset every time, you know you don't get to eat what for dinner, whatever you want for dinner. You're gonna spend a lot of time being upset. That is, it's way more effective to validate their feelings and uh, show empathy and understanding for their feelings and love on them, and still explain to them the truth. Nothing about it is untruthful. And nothing changes from that to dealing with adults. That is the exact same thing. If you validate whenever you're talking to someone whether it's a employee or a friend if you validate their feelings and understand that whatever they're feeling and talking about is their truth is how they feel and they feel that you genuinely understand that it makes conversation and communication so much easier than just you think this way they think that way and you think what you think is right so you tell them the right way of thinking so quote unquote so That's just uh, something to implore in everyday life. Yeah, my daughter, I can, it's probably one for one at this point, at this point in my life. My daughter's five and she's probably taught me as much as I have taught her 
it's like it's an incredible experience going through and as long as you're self-aware and trying to be mindful i try to be as mindful as possible of you know what are my interactions with my daughter right now and obviously sometimes i lose my temper or sometimes i'll i'll raise my voice and instantly apologize and tell her okay i didn't mean to do that i'm very sorry i tell her you're not perfect i'm not perfect and i say violet we're working on this together just like you're working on you know not whining and saying okay dad i'm working on not losing my temper and being patient and she just loves on me dude she has so much grace i think she has to get that from her mom she has so much grace she will even tell me like dad you yelled at me but it's okay we're she says the same things i say Mm -hmm. we're working on it together and it's okay and i love you and i'm like oh my god that just makes my heart melt because i do i remember specifically my dad would never apologize he would do some premium jackassery and not apologize i'm like and that would just fucking piss me off. obviously i was a teenager or young or a teenager and wrong 99 percent of the time but my dad when he would do something i knew was wrong and he would not apologize and i thought fuck yeah. that dude that is so fucking weak that's the softest shit i've ever heard in my life <laughs> that's I, just what he probably knew i instantly apologized to my yeah to my daughter if i do yeah. something wrong if i do something that i didn't intend to do or i feel any sort of remorse like oh i know as a father that wasn't the right thing boom apology right then and there and i make sure she hears me but i do think about it. i was talking to um uh, my nephew about it and my sister katie about it the generational difference why boomers get made fun of dude they were raised so different they were raised by they people who were coming smoke. out of war yeah it's a fucking different figure it a, out type thing figure it the fuck out it's a different thing and there's no of course some people will learn and grow and it's not like all boomers but there's a reason these stereotypes exist and boomers as parents and boomers as you know whatever the stereotypes you have there's a reason they exist and it's because a lot of people display these characteristics but take into consideration take into mind the types of people that raised these boomers yep and that's the the that point is the exact reason we're able to have the conversations we have now about gender about um, it's identity. a luxury yeah we have that luxury because the times that we live in allow us to focus our energy on things that are important to people yep. or that they feel are important because their time and energy isn't taken up on fucking war or the great depression saving, or, making sure you're saving your 10 cans for the war effort right and it's kind of like maslow's hierarchy of needs for an individual it's like you're not worried about if you're hungry yep. and don't have a house you're not worried about shit else you're worried about food and finding a place to live yep. once you have food and you find a place to live you can start worrying about what clothes you're wearing once you find out what worry about well, i don't know the exact steps but maslow's hierarchy of needs for an individual once you have everything met you can start worrying about spiritual shit you can start worrying about your identity as a human you can achieve self-actualization and i think it's yeah. the same thing society yeah you're absolutely right it affords us these luxuries because we're relatively safe and secure we can talk about things that boomers say this is fucking stupid things that are easily dismissed it's like well no we are afforded the luxury to be able to talk about this and I've experienced that even in my own life of as I've made more money and become more successful in the past year, I've had to redistribute my thoughts and my emotions onto other things. Whereas a year, two years, three years ago, it was just go to work, go to the gym, make money to be able to pay for make things that I need. Yeah. And now that I've been able to make more money, that isn't the case and I'm not more happy so I need to redistribute my efforts yep. into what is what does that mean? What do I need to focus my energy on? What am I going to find that happiness? And that just is self-analyzing and, and doing my best to be honest with myself and figure that out, which I feel fortunate to have the luxury of even thinking about those things. Yeah, I'm, I remember it's something that stuck with me. And listen, I don't know if this is true, but it stuck with me 
and it's something that I use that I think about once in a while to guide how I'm living my life. Um, his name was Coach Sieben Morgan. He was a freaking gangster for Pop Warner Panthers, who I played football with all throughout my youth. Um, but he he said that we are always as people, and he was talking about as football players, we are always getting better or worse. We're never staying the same. And we're ne we are always changing. So as a man, as a person, as a human being who has the ability to make decisions and choose how we spend our time, choose, uh, can have, an, have, you know, put energy into the system of our lives, our thought processes, of our emotions, and just, of course, of our actions and choices, um, being mindful that we are always changing. We are always changing. And if we are not always changing, if you're not always being challenged to grow and change and adapt and kind of take a new shape, you're getting, you're getting worse. You're never staying the same person. So are you getting better or worse? And being, I think Blake's in what you said about, um, reassessing that's constant. Got to constantly reassess yeah. to make sure that we are being good people. Sometimes it's harder than others. We've been in here 57 minutes and it's 148 degrees. Blakeson and I are both drenched. I'm going to PTFO. <laughs> it's about that time then. Yeah. This has been... Uh, that took a little serious note. I don't know if I'm down with all that fuck shit. <sighs> you want to end it there? We might as well. Love you all to death. Thank you guys for partaking. You're off the mic. Thank you guys for partaking in our adventure. Our little heat adventure. If you will. In the heat of the moment. In the... In the heat of the wild. In the well thinking out. Uh, thought out. Well thought out is what we are. Yeah, so uh, we started with some riddles, and of course, it got onto some serious topics. Uh, I'm going to go do some investigation and see if that teacher is okay. That is absolutely tragic. Sorry, I brought that up just because it was the first thing that came to mind. I will never do that again. Yeah, I... I hated that for myself. I hate that for everyone. I hate that for everyone listening. If you hate Chase 2, follow the let's, uh, the Well Thought Out Pod Out Hit podcast. that bell. I am, hit that bell, follow, subscribe, do whatever you got to do. All right, love you all. Love you guys. It's harder than Listen, once again, you guys, this has been strictly an opinion. This is an op-ed. Yeah. You understand? And we're well fucking thought out. And we don't know anything more than you do, but what we do know is that we can share our goddamn opinions. We're grown-ass men, and we're doing what we can to express our opinions. F yeah. None of this is a prescription. All of this is anecdotal. All of this is what has worked for us and us trying to sort through this mess that we call life. And when I said F yeah just now, that's short for fuck yeah. Love you. Bye. See ya. <laughs>